Hello to all you Eagles fans out there. This is episode 20 of the Missing Link Podcast. Your connection to the Eagles through the eyes of a fan. Today I'll be complaining about a very embarrassing 37-31 loss to the Miami Dolphins. What the hell was that? Seriously, what did I just watch for three hours? I watched Carson Wentz and the Eagles offense put up 31 points. And then I watched the Miami Dolphins... By the way, the Miami Dolphins, who are 32nd in the league in points, bottom three in total yards, and they're last in the league in rushing. I watch Ryan Fitzpatrick, a journeyman, throw for 365 yards and three touchdowns on this defense. What the fuck was that? I was embarrassed as a fan. I was embarrassed as just a football fan. I mean, you're watching this happen. What team am I watching here? Am I watching the team that shut down Russell Wilson and Tom Brady in consecutive weeks? Hell no. I'm watching a team that can't stop Ryan Fitzpatrick and the worst skill position players in the league go up and down the field, score 23 unanswered points, and beat us. By the way, beating us in a situation where we can take control of the NFC East, we know exactly what we need to do, we need to win out, And you go down to Miami and you put on this shitty, uninspired performance from the defense. I'm usually a pretty optimistic person, but I'm I'm done. I'm tired of this. This season has been way more down than up, and I'm sick of it. This is it. This is rock bottom. You lose to the Miami Dolphins in a playoff chase, which I don't even want to use the word playoffs anymore. Like, we don't deserve the playoffs. At this point, you just fire every coordinator that we have, bring in new ideas, bring in new talent, because that product that I'm seeing out on the field is embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be a part of. The Super Bowl is two years ago. That goodwill is gone. We're 500 since the Super Bowl. And a lot of that falls on Doug Peterson and specifically Jim Schwartz on the defensive side. You score 31 points against the Dolphins, you should win. We gave them the most yards they've had this year. We gave them those points that they've scored this year. And then they made Devontae Parker look like like Jerry Rice running up and down the field, making leaping catches and and just mossing everyone who comes into contact with them, especially Jalen Mills, who had played pretty well up to this point. You're putting your corners on an island where they're getting torched. Ryan Fitzpatrick just backs up, just picks the defense apart, has no, you know, not a care in the world. Oh, this is the easiest game I've ever quarterbacked. It's just unfathomable to me that we would go down to Miami and play like this. This does not fall on Carson Wentz. I'd have seen some things on Twitter. I've seen some things just being said of, no, you score 31 points. That's enough. Okay. Carson threw for three touchdowns. He had over 300 yards. He had one interception. His rating's 93, his QBR 75. Like, he did his job. Alshon Jeffrey, he did his job. Zach Ertz, three drop passes. What the hell are you doing, man? Three drop passes. If you aren't going to come out and play your best, then just stay in the locker room. I know that your hamstring hurt. Just sit on the sidelines. Let other people take care of it, because clearly his head was not in the right place. 
three drop passes, two of which were touchdowns. One, he just falls down like the, the turf monster gets him and picks him up and trips him. It was so annoying to watch our cornerbacks. But I mean, Darby gets an interception at the beginning of the, the game, which was great. You know, we got off to a great start. 10 points, 10-0. Everyone's feeling good about themselves. And I guess they just put it into, you know, cruise control because they let the Dolphins score 14 points in the first half. We go down, it's 21-14 at half, and I put out a funny video with uh, Samai, my fiance, and, you know, we're talking about how, you know, the trick play, you know, that's really, it's cute, you know, it's a cute thing to happen, and those are the things that you expect them to score on. You don't expect them to line up and go 96 yards was one of the touchdown drives in the second half, 75 yards, 76 yards. It was just an onslaught of touchdowns, 23 unanswered points. I, I can't believe it. I really can't. I know you can hear that in my voice. I just, I can't believe that I watched that happen. And then the, the Eagles had, we're inspired. That whole like, we're all we got, we all we need, that shit's gone. The family is gone. All I see out there is a bunch of individuals who are only in it for themselves. Nelson Aguilar complaining when he drops the ball or, you know, Carson overthrows him. Like, screw off, man. Like, how many passes are you going to drop in a season and then you're going to act like it's Carson's, you know, it's his responsibility to give you the ball? It was funny in the beginning. That was cute when they score a touchdown on a fake field goal. But to watch Ryan Fitzpatrick, and look, he's been around the league a long time. He's a veteran quarterback. I'm not saying he's like the scum of the earth or like the worst quarterback ever. But he did this to us last year. He actually torched us apart when he was at Tampa Bay. And to watch him drop back and just... It really, it really drove home to me just how bad this Eagles defense, and specifically the secondary is. Pass rush was there in the beginning, fades away. Where's Fletcher Cox? Where's Malcolm Jenkins taking control? Of the, Malcolm Jenkins has not had a good year. Yeah, he's, he's a good tackler. I don't know where the leadership's gone. It's not there. Because that secondary, even with McLeod, remember last year, and McLeod hurt. We had a couple other things going on. And Jalen Mills getting hurt midway through the year. This year, they've been relatively healthy the past couple of weeks. And to come out and finally be... It's not even like we have these excuses of, oh, well, this guy's on IR. None of that. We have the secondary that's completely healthy, fully. We had Craven Blanc back. Like we had everyone in position to help us out. And that's the performance that you put on there. I just... I'm done. I, re- I, I am done. I'm ready for heads to roll. I need a firing... This week, whether that's Mike Groh, the offensive coordinator, Doug Peterson is the one who calls the plays anyway. I, I need something to ha- I just need something to happen because I listen to these interviews, the way that people avoid talking about certain things, about all these rumors coming out about different players. Like, this is not a team. This is a bunch of individuals pointing the finger at each other. It's toxic. It needs to stop. And you just need, regardless of salary cap, regardless of what the compensation might be for something like this, a purge needs to happen. We need to get rid of these players that are me first, selfish, and holding us back. And you know, you know what really pisses me off about this, and this is really like the saddest part of this, is that I still have to watch this freaking team for the next four weeks because if they win out, they're in the playoffs, which is is just they don't deserve to be in the playoffs, like. I, even if they win the rest of these games, like I, I'm not going to feel good about that. Okay, you want to lose to the Dolphins in Miami? How the hell am I supposed to expect that you can win against Dallas? There's no way we're going to beat Dallas, even if it's at home, the way that we're playing right now. And you play the Giants. Well, I, I think the Giants are a better team than Miami. Are going to play them twice? Oh, you want me? To, you're going to beat them twice? Okay. I just it. I'm so mad that I have to stay 
hitched to this wagon for the last four weeks. I can't even like be as mad as I want to be and just like throw it away and call it over because it's not. And it's just it just makes me so mad <laughs> that there's hope. You win the last four games, you're in the playoffs. Do I think there's any shot in hell that we're going to win four straight games after that performance today? No, absolutely not. I'm still going to preview and review these games as they come, but I can tell you right here and now, I'm not confident that, that, that that's going to happen at all, especially that Dallas game. You, there's no fight. There's no fight in this team. Look at the things that have happened and the way they've kind of transpired. I don't see a, I don't see any leadership. Doug Peterson today wants to talk about how Miami's a good football team. Oh, well, you know, we knew that coming in Miami's... Miami's not a good fucking football team, Doug. They haven't been good this entire year. Okay, get pissed off. I don't. I mean, they do those after after game interviews in the locker room. I would love to see one where Doug's pissed and just being like, "Look, what is this? What? Who are we? Because this isn't the team that I recognize. We're not even in the top six best teams in the NFC this year. Was these expectations of Super Bowl? And I was riding that train as well. I thought we had a great roster. Clearly not, because you can't measure the amount of desire in in your heart and the talent level is there injuries happen there was injuries all over that 2017 team but they believed in each other they had the right ideas and the coaching staff was inspired frank wright who left for the for the indianapolis colts i'm convinced that he had 95 percent of that play calling magic that we had in 2017 because it's just gone there's nothing inspired you have the worst run defense in the league and carson Wentz through i think 48 times what are you doing? Do we have to go for a touchdown every single play? What's wrong with running Miles Sanders, who had a fantastic game? What's wrong with that? Why can't we just run the ball down their throat? Why can't we take some time off the clock? You're up 28 to 14. Like, what are we? What are you doing? I just, all the way around, it was just a terrible, terrible game. I think I was just perplexed from the first half. I'm like, oh, that's kind of, I mean, they're close, but one of those touchdowns is, you know, one of them was like a great catch by Devontae Parker and and another one was a special teams play. Like, I can live with that. Like, that's kind of like cutesy and you expect that kind of weird stuff to happen. But them just dominate us in the second half. It's so disheartening, man. Embarrassing. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I'm embarrassed today to be a Philadelphia Eagles fan. And that doesn't mean I'm going to jump off the ship, not going to jump off the wagon. They go for it for the next four weeks. Of course, I'll be happy. You know, like I know I'm angry in the moment, but I'm sick of this shit. Like, what do we do to deserve this? I guess winning the Super Bowl means you have to be just in purgatory for the rest of like, the rest of our our fandom. Losing to the Dolphins, like I just never thought that it would come to this. You know, credit to Ryan Fitzpatrick and credit to that team for playing the way that they did. But that had a lot to do with our defense playing like absolute dog shit. And I can't fathom that we're gonna hold. Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, and Ezekiel Elliott to anything more than an absolute beatdown, just like it was the first time, if you're going to come out there and play like that against Miami. Like, take some personal pride in what you do every day. You're a football player, but more importantly, like, you're a Philadelphia Eagle. And that's that used to mean something. That used to mean that you were tough. It used to mean that you didn't take any shit from people. And even in losing, you lost with pride, and you lost with aggressiveness, and you lost trying. I did not see any fight in that defense today. Is there a rule where the offense and the defense can't play together? You know, they can't play well at the same game? Because I just I haven't seen it yet. Look, this is therapeutic, but I just... I gotta sign off. Eagles lose. It's embarrassing. I'm right there with you. I feel what you feel. And I'm tired of it too. And I don't know if that is blowing up this team. 
I don't know if this is tanking for a better draft pick. I don't know if this is just like revamping the entire thing, but I got to see something in these last four games. And I, I got to see some inspired coaching. I got to see some players who want it. Because like I said, you win out, you're in. And that was the scenario until today. And oh, maybe this is a wake-up call. Maybe they're like, oh shit, we can lose to anyone because we're not good. This is not a good football team. Not good at all. Not consistent. Don't create a lot of turnovers. And apparently the last couple weeks they can't stop turning the ball over. So something needs to change. I don't know what that is. I don't know what buttons to press. I don't think that no amount of ice cream in the world can turn this around. Show me something, Eagles. Show me something, Doug. Show me something, Jim Schwartz. Beat the Giants. Please. <laughs> Come out. Beat the Giants next week. Or this is nuclear. This is a, The season is over. If we lose any of these next four games. You did this to yourself. There's a lot of pressure built up. And when you want to look around and say, why is the world getting on us? Why is the Philly media and the fans on top of us? Go to a mirror and look inside of it. Because that's the reason why. Because you're not playing up to your potential. And you're not playing with heart. And you're not playing with passion. Well, let's end it as we always do. Say it with me, everybody. Fly, Eagles, fly. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Missing Link Podcast. If you yourself are as pissed off as I am, please share this with another disgruntled Eagles fan that you have in your life. I don't know what to say other than I want to see a better team out there next Sunday, and we'll be back this week with a preview of the Giants game. Go Birds. Go Birds.